This week on the Push Willows podcast, we're live from the Four Seasons Landscaping. Joke. And we're going to talk about a couple of seminars we've got coming up throughout lockdown. Five common questions. Dan has some issues we need to talk about. And a Paulina video, which is hilarious. Alright, three, two, one. I'm a beautiful flamingo, Daniel. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik, and me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bud? I'm currently presented with a man who is wearing a flamingo costume hat, but it's not really the rest of oh, it. It's so not he's a got... hat. It's not a hat. I mean, I well, it's not really like you. a full-on costume, though, is it? Oh, okay, sorry. No, it is, it is a full-on costume. It's like, yeah. Okay, great. Here we go. Yeah. John, he looks like an, an idiot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you look, you look cool, man. I mean, I, I'm just really disappointed that you've only worn it for me because now it just feels a bit weird. It feels <laughs> like you got dressed up for me because no one else can see this. You know, I, th- I think that was the reason. So, my one of my tasks. Uh, this is still continuing. I can't believe this is still. Still going. Um, if anybody did know during my birthday, I uh, had a series of tasks to do. Have you ever watched Taskmaster? Yes. Yes. So we're big fans. This is going to rustle all the microphones. It's really it? affecting your microphone. Yeah. All, all yeah. over the place, I know. It's going to be... It's like you don't care about this podcast, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's really warm in this costume as well. There we go. I can just have it hanging off the back. I'm still wearing it. Did back. you have to wear that all day or something? Uh, I had to wear it for a full day um, when we were like going in and around with my sister and her boyfriend. And they like made me do some stuff with it on. And then I had I to wear know. it whilst I was all out and about. So I was in and around Stratford, like on the train, of course you were. the shopping centre. Mm-hmm. Eating some food, walking into restaurants, and yeah, generally mm-hmm. chatting to people in my flamingo costume. So I had to go get some pictures of a bird. I had to do some other stuff, run around the house, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? Exactly. You Sadly. always, always. <laughs> Don't worry about that, mate. I'm never short of you. Someone to laugh at. I I've got you. Give a, I could give shit. Anyway, um, I'm gonna do. Wait, I don't know what looks worse. I don't know, actually. What I don't know what looks worse. You doing your warm-up for your run that you filmed on Instagram and showed everyone, <laughs> or that costume. I think I'd actually rather wear that costume rather than do the warm-up you did. Do my warm-up, my little pogos. God, you look like an idiot. <laughs> in isolation, yeah. When there's a bunch of us doing it. Then I bet people, cool. people look at that in the park thinking, oh, I bet he must be a really like elite top athlete to be doing all that sort of stuff, like, to care that much about warm-up. And it's like, nah, he can't even run very quickly. <laughs> I can barely run a kilometre. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in all seriousness this thing is so warm so um yeah talk much yourself mate yeah well i mean i think you should keep it on i think technically it's not been all day has it really i think oh, so. no, no i'm not meant to keep it on all day just during the podcast and i had to say uh, that quote um yeah that was my thing oh, okay wonderful all right um yeah so we've got a positive wow. week dan no negativity allowed in this week because um lots of fun stuff's happening um, right, I do fun have stuff. To... I, don't, I wouldn't describe stuff as fun. I mean, it's just right. better than it being just... shit, isn't it? We're you know? <laughs> well, a circumstance then. I do have to hit top of the show. There's a few things I have to hit. Sorry, admin. Um, not for job purposes, but we've both donated to what's happening in Nicaragua and Honduras and that kind of stuff. Um, probably not seen on our Western news. That's the only, this is the bad part of the, po- the podcast, by the way. Um, but good that people are helping. Um, there's a link in my bio to like donate to that side of the world um, because obviously COVID, vaccine, Trump, Biden, all the election stuff, there's literally fuck all on any of our news, right? And then there's, there's thousands upon thousands of people who have just uh, lost their homes and their jobs and their workplaces and all the um, humanitarian aid is not going there because the, the government isn't too great over in a third world country. Um, so yeah, we're trying to get it in the best hands. So we've already donated. Obviously, it's a little bit closer to home for me. Um, yeah, not, not for me. I'm not from that place, but obviously my significant other is. So yeah, just on top of that, if you want to go to my bio, it's in my link tree, um, or go to my girlfriend's one, absolutely fine. Go donate there. Like a couple of quid, it'll be fine. Absolutely fine. A quid. Even that. 
cost you a, a Coke Zero vanilla, Tom. As you're exactly. I mean, just know, think of the 245 money. podcasts we've done for free. We just want to donate one pound to that. Boom. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's one of those where it's a shame. I think from for that sort of stuff because because half the people in America were stupid enough to vote for Trump. So I don't feel sorry for them. Do you know, like no. when, when Trump's their president and all that shit's going on, it's like, well, you've half you voted for it. Whereas this, no one votes for a flood to no, engulf their just, country, like, <laughs> fuck up their lives. The thing is, you know, and then the last thing they're going to be thinking about is COVID. Yeah. Like, you're like, actually, no, 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 no. Don't care about this virus thing because there's a phys- like in front of me, this is the problem. It's, yeah. So, yeah, there's more there's, danger. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you can, go help out. All right, moving on to more funny things and other things. Um, this month, PTC-wise, and maybe Dan, I kind of want, I want to agree with him that he'll come on and do one with me. Um, Luke I've always is, said we were. Yeah, Mate, you're, yeah. the one that, you're the one that's not going back to me. I know. Well, you were being all... He, Dan was like, oh, Mike's in Dubai. I was like, I don't care about Mike. It's his problem. We <laughs> moved to Dubai. That's, like, that's fine. Um, but we're going to be doing some free webinars, um, seminar webinar things, chats, Q&As, blah, 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 that kind of thing. Absolutely free. You can donate some money. Again, a little bit of charity work based on this hard times. We're going to donate anything that we get from these um, to some struggling gyms. Um, and we obviously take – and we're giving away some free prizes and stuff like that within them. So I know Luke is doing his this Thursday, so the 12th of November at 7 p.m. is a webinar. You have to sign up for it and get sent a link. Um, but we've already had 370 closing in on 400 signups in two days um, to that webinar. So the webinar is how to get five clients in 24 hours. So pretty good. I mean, both me and Dan could use that. So it'd be fun. <laughs> so if you're an aspiring PT, I'd get on that call. Um, it's only an hour. You get to basically chat at Luke for an hour, um, 45 minutes, whatever it'd be. Which, and would, then, which would normally cost you a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I get it. I get paid to sit there and listen to him. So it's all right. I'm just like, Luke, where's my day rates? Give me, give me, give me. Give me. Um, cash, please. Um, but yeah, then the following two weeks, we got the, so we're going to try and do it on Thursday because that's like a, it's not really a football day. There might not be Champions League or whatever. I don't really know. I think that's a thing. Um, so we're going to do the next Thursday, be the 19th. It's going to be me. Maybe Dan can jump in on one of these. So either the 19th or the 26th. Realize the 26th is actually Thanksgiving. but So we might work that around. But um, 19th is we're going to talk about online training and transitioning your gym workout, your gym program to home workouts um, more than anything else because that again that's happening <laughs> keeps happening and then the 26th was something that we've actually touched on previously in a in-person seminar was online screening so online movement screening and what we can do with our clients based off uh, yeah if you're distance teaching distance coaching kind of thing. okay so they're going to be like yeah half an hour of like chat lectures whatever blah 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 slides and then uh yeah some q a on anything you like really vaguely the topic probably but yeah cool useful wouldn't it? cool Dan. beautiful admin boom done and that's all free <laughs> bonkers there you go well it's all free but donate if you if you'd like to donate to charity <laughs> all right what's the point um so we go light-hearted the paul lima video daniel Oh man, it's so good! It's so funny. If anybody has a look, Paul it up, Alima. Uh, uh, if Dan any of you don't follow him, it's uh, in your stories, right? Yeah, he's Alima, uh, at Alima underscore Amiga. So Alima is O L I M A underscore Amiga. Um, he's an Irish um, influencer, fitness influencer, um, and he just basically. Look, I love it. Just takes the piss, like which is great what we all should be doing more of in everyday life is just too much seriousness um and he did uh, basically he does this thing where he basically gets he he gets people on instagram who post really shit training videos on instagram and he basically takes the piss out of it and recreates it in his own home and like just like just for just a banter and he did one uh that he did the top 10 home workouts um home workout shit exercise awards so he did like a lockdown version um and he um and yeah it was incredible so i encourage you all to go watch it like if you're watching this if you listen to this now and you can pause it 
go watch the video. You'll find it. Like I said, if you go on his Instagram, it's on his, uh, right, hang on, let me find it here. Instagram, go on IGTV, and it is the most recent video on his IGTV. So you go across the IGTV bit, click on that one. It's got a thumbnail of Denzel Washington on the front of it. Click that, right? Now, pause, now go watch it. Pause this now and go watch it. You're back in the room. Right. So they paused it. So they're back. Right. So now what you need to do is we're going to talk about which one is the funniest out of all of those. So you have to have paused it and gone and watched it because otherwise this is going to make no sense to you now. So again, if you haven't, pause it now and go watch it. Yeah. Right. Cool. So basically, out of those, we've got our favorites. You might have your favorites. You're probably screaming them right now, you know, at your podcast thinking, why have I not picked that one? So basically, I'm going to run through them just briefly. So for those of you who didn't pause and didn't go and watch it, you might be driving or something. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to try and describe them because, it's, I mean, it's hard. Um, so basically, we've got number one. <laughs> basically, we have a man who stood on a step with his girlfriend upside down, her legs in like the splits position, like horizontal splits, not like vertical ones, not like not front and back, side by side. She's upside down and he's holding her legs so that she's upside down. And the only way I can describe it is that as he does a bicep curl with her, it looks like they're doing a 69. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, it's ba- yeah, it's a bicep curl sniffing a vagina, isn't it? He's basically sniffs a butthole. <laughs> sniffing. While doing yeah. a bicep curl. What's the, what's, the, what's the bit in between the... Um... the gooch. Gooch, there that we go. Bit, <laughs> it's that. It's it like, and and I, and I and I wish I could describe it any other way, but that's exactly what the exercise is. That's what it is. He just the, curls the, like that. I mean, fair play. He's strong. He can bicep curl that, but yeah. Uh, so that's number one. Number two is the baked beans full body workouts. It's basically a young lady, of course, in her like sports bra and skimpy hot pants, holding two baked bean tins and basically doing like boxing. What's she doing here? Hang on. She's some doing curls, surely. Some yeah, she does some curls. She does some box standing boxing, and then some like jumps, and then like skiing jumps with them, uh, <laughs> things like that in a kitchen. Um, the beans will hold up. I'd be more concerned about the beans than the workout. Probably, they'd yeah. be fine, wouldn't they? Yeah. Then the next one is a guy who does Bulgarian split squat jumps over a toilet roll while his arms are going really, really, really quick. <laughs> like, just looks that stupid. that one. It looks stupid, but I could see the plausibility for it. That's the only thing. Yeah, that, that one you can kind of get. I can, and the next I can one kind is, of get, yeah. Again, there's another young... There all seem to be young females, the majority of them. Take us out of what you will. Young females in matching gym gym kit, usually. Like, it has to be all... Obviously, has to, you know, matching top and, and leggings. She is doing a home workout, half kneeling, single arm, shoulder press, to be fair, not a bad movement, with a saucepan. <laughs> And what does it title? It's called It's a Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's naughty, that, that title, isn't it? <laughs> there's no way. I mean, she's doing the press with the wrong leg down, the wrong knee on the floor, but I mean, whatever. yeah, I mean, that's, that's confusing she's itself, using, isn't it? She's using a pad. <laughs> but you see, this one's my favourite. Now, this, is, this one is my favourite, I've decided. This is my favourite. There's a woman doing a workout using donuts for weights yes like i shit you not she's holding two donuts two ring donuts right she does front raises with them and then she does bent over rows and tricep kickbacks with (laughs) fucking donuts i'm shit you not i shit you not donuts sugar ringed donuts that is ridiculous oh my god but that and then there's one there's another one she's doing let's let's just talk about Talk about that from a plausibility standpoint as well. I realise that with, this is far too in depth for what what this was actually happening. But this is what pisses off us, like about those like body pump ones. In, in no circumstance should you should be like bent over rowing the same load that you can front raise, try to kick back. and also after muscle fatigue, that's crazy. Yeah. So the next one, there's a girl doing squat jumps. And then on the way down, she's holding a towel and she's like wafting the towel. Oh, that's <laughs> like the fart wafter. The classic <laughs> the fart wafter. The thing about that one is like, she looks pretty athletic. Like, yeah. I think she, she lifts, like, she's lifts. She, she lifts weight, really yeah. well. Like, she's doing a perfect, like, little hinge. You know how, thing. like, 
you know you know how guys you know how when you've got like the fire alarms going off and like you want to get the <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's doing that like movement you're but trying squatting. to get it's like a tea <laughs> like, towel you, she's she's preparing to like she, somebody's setting the fire alarm off and the smoke alarm there is one that's the one you're gonna ring instead of the fire engine get her in <laughs> and then this one i don't understand why this one come about because people do this in the gym anyway just without the teddy bear but she's <laughs> lying down on the floor she's got a teddy bear in between her feet that she's her feet are raised she's holding the teddy bear in between her feet with her legs raised mm-hmm. and she like sits she does like a little sit up and then she punches the teddy bear and then goes down again and then so like funny. she's boxing like, i've seen people do sit-ups and then box at the top but with no teddy bear but she's actually killing a teddy bear like unbelievable like some of these people so i think then, my top well you, is there still, there's more in there oh there's more, more mate yeah then yeah. the next one is there's a guy I shit you not, he's doing exercises against thin air. Like he's doing bicep curls really, really quick, but against thin air. And he's doing like bench press, like really, really quick with no weight at all. Um, That's actually a guy that I follow. And, I follow uh, him as well. Now, now you, because there's this, I think we spoke about him before, Dr. Joel Seaman, PhD in kinesiology. Some of it's absolute horseshit and some of it's really cool. Like some of what he does, but again, really what you should be cooking. And I, I actually know the research this is sad isn't it i actually have read the research based off what he's doing yeah the reason he's doing it is a rate of force development i know it's I've, to do with I've, like the excitation thing right excitation it's to do with, like, that. and and like if you move something like a thousand reps really well like just 50 reps super 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 quickly you should get some sort of excitation and muscle pump you should get that because the blood flow has gone to that area so much, but it does look fucking ridiculous. And then there's number 10. The last one is, is a, again, another young female um, doing peekaboos. So basically imagine oh, yeah. if you had your arms at the front of you, right? Elbows at 90 degrees, arms in front of you together, like you're praying, right? And then put your hands so that your palms are facing you and then open them out. And then close them, and she does that, and she goes calls them peekaboos. <laughs> Good. She does like prayer pulse. She's doing like loads of pulsing movements, so oh, not even wow. full, yeah, peekaboo trays. Like she calls them. Oh my god. And he pulse, just, and obviously he does a rip off of them just to just to take the piss, and it's just. <laughs> I love that guy. He's so funny. Um. So yeah. Most ridiculous. Those of you, what are you doing? Number the donut one for me again. Oh, yeah, that Joel well. Seaman one is ridiculous. It does look stupid, but at least it's kind of like there's an element to there it. Is, go, there is uh, research. The donut one is just is, yeah. stupid. Like, it's ju- <laughs> like th- you might as well just do it without a donut. Just do it. With, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> the thought process. Like, I like, of all the I, things in your kitchen, are they the heaviest things you could find? Uh, like as well, it it would be legit if she was like every single time that's taking a bite out of it. Like <laughs> this is a this is a drop set. Ten she reps, wasn't even, take a bite. Wasn't even ten reps, them. Then, it's like ten reps, take a bite. Then we've dropped the load. Drop set. Let's go. I've also fueled. It's like some mid-workout carbohydrates. Woo! Yeah, that would have been legit. Um, Stupid. Huh? <laughs> I like the fart wafting. It's interesting. That. The fart wafting, yeah, fart wafting like, is funny. Is the I've, is I've seen good the bait. I think I've seen the bait bean tin kind of thing, and I've seen it. Like I've heard it. Like. Yeah, just do it with that. And I'm like, oh, you might as well just move. <laughs> just don't do it with that. Just move your arms around. <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. Home workouts, like they're tough and people need to think of new things. But this is kind of like leads into a great, like a, a topic actually we, we, we were talking about before here. We were talking about what we can talk about on the show. And it leads actually quite nicely. So we'll talk about it because I want to. I want to get off my chest. Oh, oh interesting. I'm just going to interrupt you every single time because it's because you want yeah, to talk no, about you, it. I know, but, it's, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's something we all notice. Now, like that, for example, like Joel Sieben's a good example of this, right? He's controversial. Some of the stuff he does is a bit out there and a bit woohoo, but he gets results. Like his clients get results. He works with some pro athletes and stuff like that. And they obviously wouldn't go back to him if they weren't seeing results. So something he's doing is working, even if it's a bit woohoo, right? But my point is that with all these people, like, again, all that sort of Alima's stuff, he very rarely gets a video of someone who's got, like, 100 followers. It's always people that have got hundreds of thousands because that's how he finds it because it's just, it just comes up on his stuff, right, on his Explore page. People get sent it, whatever, all this sort of stuff. And it leads into this sort of point that I've noticed, whether it's just I've spent more time this year on social media, I don't know, or, or whatever. 
is that and don't get me wrong like as well there's caveats to this where like when you start out as an online coach you have to put out content you have to put out information you have to help people by giving them information that's useful and relevant and all that sort of stuff to kind of start to get clients and draw attention to yourself but i can't help but feel there's a lot of people putting out a lot of information like like again a lot of those are females a lot of people like that posting workouts like that for example and they do it just to try and get likes and they've got loads of follows and all this sort of stuff. But that is never going to get anyone results. It's never going to get anyone results. And like a lot of stuff out there, people are posting like really fancy infographs and stuff like that, which again, I've done it. Like I'm not saying it's a bad thing. They are great. They do have a place, but I've literally gone on Instagram and found accounts that have got hundreds of thousands of followers and all they post is infographs. Like everything on their feed is infographs. And then they've got in their bio, like online coach. I'm like, where are the people you coach? Like, how, like having this information is all well and good and again looking at this information is all well and good but at some point there has to be more to it like you have to follow people that just don't just give out information they have to be able to help people get results like they have to have a result and an end product and there's a spectrum to it don't be wrong like there's people out there who just hand out shit meal plans and people they get the before and after pictures and people get results and like they put out no information so you can't go all that way either but i just feel that there's a lot of people and I follow a lot of accounts. There's a couple of examples. Uh, not that I followed them. They come up on my explore page. This Reels thing has really brought them to the forefront for some reason. I keep seeing shitty people on Reels. And again, they must have hundreds of thousands of views and followers because I'm seeing it because it's obviously that's why it's on the explore page. It's, it's obviously interactive, in, you know, content people have interacted with. I saw one the other day and it was like, women shouldn't start a diet in the follicular phase of their menstrual cycle. I was like, well, why not? Right. Or it was like, this is the worst time to start it. Bear in mind, the flicker phase is 14 days out of 28. So what are women supposed to do? Just like, what, not diet over those 14 days? It, like, why would you not start a diet? That means you shouldn't ever diet in that phase then, surely, if you shouldn't start one in that phase. And I was like, and again, it's that whole thing of, it probably got a lot of likes stuff because women want to hear that. Because people want to hear like, oh yeah, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't then. Oh, that's good. Because people want to hear that. And again, the same guy, uh, women, uh, no woman should diet on less than 1200 calories. Well, why? Based on what information? Like zero context to that. But again, it got a lot of likes because it's like, well, people want to hear that. And then you go on the page, 40, 50,000 followers, all these reels, all this information, barely any results. And it kind of like, it marries, it doesn't marry up, you know, like, and I think sometimes we just have to be really critical and think about this sort of stuff that all these people with hundreds of thousand followers putting out these sorts of workouts, right? if all they've ever done is get themselves in shape, that doesn't really tell you anything about the information that they're giving you. Like oh, it's classic, not useful. The classic I've, I've got myself in shape. I like training and now I'm a coach. Yeah. And it is. And it's, and it's, it's that. And it's just that whole thing of like, you see in their bios and it always says, Oh, helping women, helping empower women and helping them lose weight and like coach them. And I'm looking on the thing. I'm like, well, where are these women? Show them to me. Cause you're not, I can't see them. And I just think that we, anyone listening to this podcast, like again, you know, you know us by now, like, we don't really care about followers necessarily, all that sort of stuff. But when you're starting out, and again, we'll probably, I'd imagine Luke would talk about this a lot in PTC. Do not go down the route of trying to attract loads and loads of followers. You do not need a lot of followers. You just need to get results with people. So you might need to start out when you start out doing your PT or going online, whatever it might be, you will need to start off putting out information, helping people with infographs, with you know stuff about foods, food swaps, whatever it might be. You, you have to start that way to get people to engage with your stuff. But at some point then, once you've got clients, you have to show off the results you're getting with them. Well, there's Otherwise, a, people, you'll, he'll, he'll talk about this in his webinar and he literally talks about this kind of stuff in the online coaching blueprint. In the fi We're doing a five-week intensive of, of that. And we talk about the different styles of online training. And there is the, there are those people who, like you say, are then a, it's they put out infographics. So what the the one that comes into mind is gain is we're saying it doesn't have to have a, a load of followers or whatever, but will convert kind of thing. And it's probably the trusted thing. I would say that we probably fall into that category reasonably well, where we would like we put out content every now and again, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's good. It's fine. You probably, and every time we reach out or say we've got an intake, the chances are those spaces will be filled or you ask for something. There's um, Physiconomics. What's his face? 
What's um, Adam Ali? Adam Ali. Yeah. So he was one for um, just really good Instagram, right? Really good. Like he, he was one of the ones that I think you you probably say he put on lots of info, infographics and never asked anything of anyone. Had, didn't sell anything for a really, really long time, but built a, so this is, this is a way of marketing, right? Built up a response, built up a community, built up like some, a trust in a lot of people, not a massive following, but as the minute, like say that's over like six months to nine months to a year. And the minute he said, Oh, I'm going to take on clients now. Then he was full and then he can go and do his other stuff. Um, it's a way of, but obviously that's, that's a tough sell for people who are getting new in the industry because it's like, oh, no, I need clients straight away. So get clients in 24 hours would be a good way doing that kind of stuff. So Luke posed, me and Gordon were sitting there on actually Friday. We were chatting about it because um, we were chatting about this very subject. And Luke was like, all right, what would you two do if you needed clients in 48 hours? You need two, three more clients. What would you do right now? And obviously both of us sitting there going, I don't need that many clients. I don't need clients right now, so I don't really know. Because um, I've I've had the fortunate way of I've been fed them or basically I've been given them, done a good job, and then I get referrals most of the time. Or I've had stuff through this podcast when I've ever I've said they've taken on online clients, I've taken on through that. Um, and Gordon is quite similar. He started out and it's like uh, putting out content, putting out content. His thing was just like put out, shit ton of content doesn't really matter what it is but make sure there's call to action and luke was like there has to be a call to action on your content there has to be something that engages that makes them contact you so you can contact them um, on any kind of content so that would be what would you do that's an interesting question right so if you had to get two to three clients if you, and your rent dependent on it in the next 48 hours what would you do dan considering your platform right now if I was doing it as right this second now, yeah, I would I would email old clients. That's what I'd do. I'd send an email to out to all my old clients, and I would make it personalised. I would, in some way, say you know how things going, what's going on with you, whatever. Because mainly for the reason that people that have bought from you previously are far more far likely more. to buy with you again. Far right. more likely to buy with you yeah. again. Then after that, I would then go to the list of people who have previously inquired and maybe not taken up coaching. That would be the next port of call. And then after that, it would be anyone who's done like blitz or anyone who's been on a waiting list for, for our program. I'd go into there and I'd, I'd send out an email and be like, hey guys, look, I've got some slots. Blah, blah, blah. But again, that's, that's a privileged position to be in because, I've, and again, this isn't a dig at anyone who's, doing, who's putting out content. Please don't read into this and think, oh, because I put out content every day. What I'm saying is, Loser. you can't, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is you can't put out the same content all the time. Like I find... I've posted infographs quite recently. I like them. I actually think some of them can be extremely um, beneficial. And I think they lay out information in a really nice way. I just, my only point is that I think you have to do it alongside getting results people. If you can't coach someone and get results people, like, it, for, in my opinion, it's just a bit like you, people putting out in these infographs. It's like you're just putting them out. People are just putting them out because they're scared to share their own personal opinion about something or they don't have the clients to share about this sort of stuff. And I think that's where a lot of online coaches fall down is they don't want to put their personality out there and put their personality and their life across to people because they're scared, even though that's better to make, make you more relatable. But I followed accounts previously that have just been full of infographs and you don't know anything about the person. You don't know anything about them, their likes, dislikes, whether you can get on with them, all this sort of stuff. And I think it just frustrates me seeing like, people I know who would make very good coaches or very, very good PTs who are scared to go to the online world because they think that, oh, this is saturated or they think, oh, there's loads of people, there's loads of people out there doing this, there's loads of people out there doing that. And it's like, yeah, but they're not doing it well. Like there's not that many people doing it well. And again, that's, it's, it's, maybe it's, I'm wrong. Maybe infographs is the way to go and is the way to do it all that sort of stuff. But I just think that the, the point I'm getting at, I suppose originally was just that just because someone posts workouts from their living room and they look good in a, in a matching Gymshark set and they've got a hundred thousand followers does not mean in any way, shape or form that they can help you. It does not mean that. And I would always look for signs that someone can actually help you based on the results they're getting for people, not based on what they say on an infograph or what they say on a video or what they say on a TikTok or a reel. I, that's great. It might be funny. It might make you feel good because you see a bit of content, a bit of information. But there has to be content that goes deeper than that. There has to be stuff that you connect with, whether it's, again, like for us, it was YouTube videos. We went real deep on that podcast. Same thing. You go real deep, you know us. If you're not, if people aren't listening by that, it's because they got annoyed with us because they didn't like us. And that's fine. 
You don't want people listening. I'm not going to work with me. That's the kind of the point of it. Whereas if we've just every single time talked about very strict training and nutrition stuff, half of you wouldn't still be here because you're like, it's boring now. Just get, you know, and half of them, but likewise, half of you might have stayed, which again is great. Like, but it's just about trying to, you want to narrow down your niche or people you want to work with. And you need to do that based on personality and how, and how relatable you are, not on how much knowledge you have. That's not how it should be done. And I think a lot of people just broaden their knowledge base thinking that they're going to reach more people. And actually they should be narrowing down on their personality and putting that across more. Um, yeah, I just, I just find it interesting. I think, like I said, I think I spent more time on my phone and stuff, but I just, like I said, sit on, on, on the old explore page there. Like I get a lot more reels pop up and I'm like, is this content? Like are people putting this out there? Like, still don't understand just, reels. We had a meeting. Of, never we, we had a, we had a talk about it on uh, one of our meetings and we we're like, we're, well, yeah, we're going to kind of do it. But it'll be interesting to see what we do because <laughs> it's just like that's the thing. Well, I, I think Instagram push. I think um, you can. I think you can do it. I, I've seen people who who do it and they just post normal, like Gary V does it. He just posts normal videos. Yeah, they just post videos. normal videos like you, you would put, does normal. Put it on a reel. Yeah. Yeah, and and you don't have to make it TikTok like. Um, it's no. literally sort of. Um, it's literally just the case you can put transformations up videos and, and you know testimonial videos. I've thought about playing around. That. I think I've only put one up or two, maybe one or two up just to see what happened uh, and the one with Isabel that I put up did get a lot of um, a lot of views but I just don't again I just know the way this shit works it doesn't mean anything because yeah. like, a lot of people watched it it's like okay like, I don't yeah I don't know it's a weird maybe one I'm old. maybe I'm you too are old. old you are old yeah. um, but yeah I just think it's um, I just think it's one of those things where you just don't get just because a post you put out gets a lot of likes or something, it's an infographic. Again, infra- if you put infographics, they get a lot of likes, get a lot of saves, a lot of shares, because it's kind of like, oh, it makes you feel someone feel good and it's sharing information. But you, it, I just, it doesn't really connect. You don't really connect with people by putting them out. And it's not just infographics. Like I said, it's even those TikToks and stuff. It's like you just following this stuff because it makes you feel good and it looks good and it gets a lot of likes. People are putting out reels because, again, because the reach is good, it gets a lot of likes. Well, that's great. But you could be reaching people that are never going to work with you. And that's. You won't never know that, of course, but yeah, I just think that's where the whole followers thing is a bit of a it's a bit of a false. Oh, it's interesting, positive. isn't it? Yeah, it's, like, it's a false positive because people were like, "Oh, yeah. I need the followers for credibility." And you're like, mm. but then also people then follow people who've got a lot of followers. So yeah, if you come across someone who posts a reel like that and they've got fifty thousand followers, you think, "Oh, they must know what they're doing." That's that's the, that's the logical thing. You go, "Oh, they must know what they're doing." But then you yeah. go on the page. Well, no, they they don't. Where are the results they've got with people? They've got none. Like, and I think that's the the thing from from my point of view. I think that. I'd like to think if someone came to my page, they'd look at it and go, okay, shit, this guy can get results for people. Let's see if I like him. Not, I like this bit of content. They must know what they're doing. And then just follow them for a while and go, actually, no, they don't know what they're doing. I, I go on your page way, you know? and look, I'm like, this coach is on gear. I mean, uh, yeah, he's huge. <laughs> Chocolate gear. Um, um, yeah, mate. Yeah. So, I, I just think there's, there's, there's ways of thinking about it. You know? All right, quick fire. These are the five common questions that people ask about fitness and nutrition. Dan's going to ask, answer them as uh, such a pro coach. So number one, what should I eat before my workout? What do you want to eat before your workout? I'm asking you, mate. What, what should... Uh, Harry common question. Oh, yeah, Harry Bows. Okay. These are the common questions that obviously all, every single PT will get asked. Um... Number two, what is the best exercise to tone? Deadlifts. Deadlifts. Interesting. Mm. Heavy ones. Number three, what is that exercise doing for me? You said deadlifts? Oh, you mean that? Oh, sorry, you mean deadlifts. Making it look good naked. (laughs) Wonderful. How long will it take to see results? Two hours. Two hours. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to much... smash a leg workout and you're not going to be able to walk out of here. So that's the result. Uh, that's results. That's result. that's, that is a result. If, that's, that's if, that, if that was the target, then that's it's going to be a result of doing that workout, right? Yeah, that's it. Right. Um, that's it. Well, there you go. There's no context. So I can <laughs> How much should I be eating? Less, always less than you think. Always less. less. Good. 
Always last. <laughs> Those were. It was, just a, it, it was just a post by Dean Somerset today. I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. These are yeah. all questions I've definitely been asked. Um, mm. Obviously, within the context, it was, what's the best exercise to tone insert body part here, and then what is the yeah. exercise? What is that exercise doing for me? Um, whenever somebody's toning, toning, <laughs> toning, you asked for, for it. it. <laughs> we all know. Just, just human them toning. Saying toning is fine. It just means putting on some muscle. You know what it means. They know what it means. So it's yeah, fine. Just <laughs> it's just a word. a word that everybody knows what it means, but it doesn't really mean that. It's fine. And what should I eat before workout? Anything you like. Don't throw up. Um, yeah. <laughs> how much should I be eating? Whatever your coach has told you. Whatever you want. If you want to lose weight, eat less. Game weight, eat more, mate. Good. Yeah, it's it's weird, one, isn't it? Like, I just feel like those are those are the normal. I, I get the questions. People, I understand the questions, yeah. but like, it's again, it's that short-sighted view of it's like if I went to their job and went, "How do I become a CEO?" Well, I don't know. Like, yeah, like, it doesn't. I don't know. How do I make more money? You just make more money. Like, <laughs> in what way? Like, do you know? I mean, it's that, it is that stupid, but people don't know it. It's like I, I would yeah. say it to someone, "I go, so how do I make more money?" It's like, well, it depends on how you make money now isn't it that's what yeah, like yeah. you then ask the questions and it's like well that's how the diet works and i used to i used to have the same conversations as a pt and i think you just have to reframe those questions and that's like, why you have to speak to in their language and be like oh how long does it take to for to write this yeah. piece it's like well where are you starting from well i can't write so yeah 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 or i went to uni and did an english literature degree well actually you might be a yeah, little bit further on then so we can talk about the intricacies <laughs> yeah and it, it, i just find it, it baffling that like nutrition and, and training people just don't know that it's a skill they just assume they should be able to do it and and like dieting eating knowing what food to eat is a skill whether you like it or not it's something that the more you do the more you pay attention to the better you get quicker and it is as simple as any other skill in life that you've had any achievement you're proud of anything you've ever done you work your nuts off for it and it's exactly the same with understanding nutrition and training we didn't just wake up one day and go oh i know about training now because i went to the gym and saw a pt for an hour it's like doesn't work like that and it's yeah it does yeah it works. It does. sorry i read i read men's men's health and then got inspired yeah. <laughs> and it's it's it's, it's it's the equivalent in any other industry it's it's like oh i want to be a doctor it's like well okay it's five years of, of medical school like it's it's not you don't can't read a magazine like, oh, i read a medical years of like, read a journal so i'm a shadowing doctor. Fucking, yeah it's I just know. i just think it's um and, and it's down to, to us as trainers to kind of break that down in, in ways that, like I said, they understand. And that's the way I used to do it with clients. I used to be like, oh, so how long did it take you to get your job where you're at? Oh, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years now. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. So, you know, that guy over there, squat 120 kilos, he's a PT and he's been doing this for 10 years. So let's, let's sort of rein our expectations back in a bit. And like when you speak their language and you kind of put it in those sorts of terms that they can understand, they sort of then, they then reset their expectations a little bit. I had it with a client before, like I think recently, like she's like two weeks in, not lost any weight on the scales yet. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, but are you eating better? Yeah, I'm eating better. I'm eating more protein. You know, calories are in check now, all this sort of stuff. I was like, are you feeling better? Yeah, feeling really good. Not getting hungry like during the middle of the morning like I used to be, all this sort of stuff. I was like, and, and you feeling like good in, t- in your clothes? Oh yeah, the clothes are fitting a bit better, all this sort of stuff. I'm like, okay, so why are you worried about your weight not going down in two weeks? Like it's going to happen. Like don't worry about it. Um, but people just have, like you said, they just get stressed out over things. They want it all now. They want it yesterday. They want it, you know, because they've eaten well for a week. They think it's just going to go off. And it's much the same way. If I save money for a week, it doesn't make me in a position. Makes you a millionaire, mate. One four. That's a millionaire. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as, as coaches and trainers, it's our job to try and break that down and, 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 and highlight that sort of thing to them because there's trainers out there who won't, they'll just go, yeah, two weeks. Let's get you ready. We'll, no problem. <laughs> This has this been doing. I was actually had a. I had a back and forth. Obviously, I sent it to Dan um, with Amelia, Doctor Amelia, PhD, all that stuff, and I got the wrong end of the stuff. stick. Um, I got the wrong end of the stick, but it it made her like reword her thing slightly because it was about um, about about being like calling stuff simple, and how I basically said it was our job as coaches to simplify complex stuff. But she was, uh, but the post kind of it read to me as the read reader reader. I'm not read. I don't know what that means. Um, as the reader, reader. If, if to me it read like she was 
moaning about um, people making things too simple and you need to emphasize that it is a complicated subject and this is what it needs to learn. And I was like, isn't it our job as educators and coaches to identify the complicated subject and simplify it so other people do not have to and they can explore it if they want to? Mm. Um, and she was like, yeah, that's I totally agree. I totally <laughs> wrong end of the stick. Um, I don't like it. It's basically a post saying people shouldn't call other people simple. Um, and say if they can't get a, a complicated idea, I was like, ah, yeah, people shouldn't call people stupid just because they can't concept, like get a concept in their head. It's like I'm not very good at finance, um, and I'm like, I just look at stock markets and going, don't really understand what's happening. Um, why is that good now? And why is that? Yeah, okay, cool, wonderful. Speaking really of which, <laughs> I mean, what yeah. a shit show that was. Um, well, it's a wonderful. It was a wonderful day yesterday, mate. Uh, the, the stock markets went. It was a wonderful day yesterday. Everybody else. But do you remember? Down. Was it? Um, it was on the podcast, wasn't it? I was. It was on the podcast. Yeah, I was, was talking, talking about, about like Beyond Meat, wasn't I? I was talking about like, oh, yeah, you buy stocks in Beyond Meat. So I thought, I thought, do you know what? I was like, I'll just put a couple hundred quid on. I'll just start it and see what happens. I swear to God, like the second I bought it, every day since it's like dropped about five percent, and then today just dropped twenty two percent. Why not? Nice. So. Yeah, I learned my lesson there. Don't buy individual stocks. There's no point. And don't go on a hunch like that. No point. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. one person who did well, well, is going to do quite well, is one of my uh, clients' investors. And she was like, yeah, so we invested in heavily in um, ice trucks and uh, ice storage um, for the future in, in over the last six months. I was like, I was like that's because of... Uh, the COVID vaccine. The COVID vaccine has to be kept at minus 80 degrees under all circumstances, basically, until it's delivered. That's clever. That's <laughs> clever, isn't it? Because they were obviously knew that vaccines had to be kept in, and there's going to be an amazing amount of that. So ice trucks and ice storage, oh. they were like, yep, we're going to invest heavily, get a load of that. That's what those sorts of analysts and shit are. That's exactly, what they're paying big yeah. bucks for, isn't it? But yeah, literally, right. like, she was like, yeah, yeah, this, this lad, he's already a millionaire, but he told me this five months ago. And was like, yeah, we're going to invest in this now. And she was like, are we? <laughs> Is there a need? Yeah. We, we have an ice business. They, had, they literally have an ice business. We're like, all right, we're going to pump that. Like, hell. Shit, sit ton of money in it. Um, yeah. I was like, wow, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Anybody who wants to buy ice, apparently that's good. Um, <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, mate. But we're, on that note, we have to say there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We are in lockdown. Number... I don't know what we're down. Bunker cast number two at the moment, five or something. Like um, you just know that our government going to mess the, it up somehow. We're yeah. going to be in lockdown the, three the, at some I point. I mean, I'm not going on that people will get vaccinated in December. That's not going to happen. Um, I'd say the new year maybe. Uh, I don't know. I think nurses and that might. I think nurses. I think, so, yeah. I think nurses and doctors and might. What you posed the question to me before, and uh, that PT should be vaccinated the same time if not before as health workers fuck right mate they Jesus definitely Christ. should Jesus mate they should Christ. mate personal trainers stay mate your... vital for people's stay in your lane Jesus mate vital no. for people's mental health mate <laughs> vital for people's trust, mental health trust PTs. me trust me if need... I want a, a nurse who is looking after the elderly doing all that stuff <laughs> trust me her skill set is far better dealing with COVID yeah. and doing all this pandemic than I can make somebody squat an extra five kilos like it's all right <laughs> Crack on. Mate, I mean, essential essential service, mate. I reckon. Nope. They need it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in your lane. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's good for mental health, but you, all you can do is just talk to your clients. Maybe talk to them. They're probably there for you as well as like training. So you're fun. Um, yeah, but I think it's good. It's good news to get into Christmas. I think news, it gives everyone yeah. like a bit of a bit of a boost, yeah, hope. doesn't it? I mean, we've had that. So 2020 is looking great by the end. Um, and Joe Biden. So obviously the guy is 78, um, and it he will only be a one-term president, almost a thousand percent. But he is he's basically going to be a because he's run for presidency. This is his third time running. Just FYI. Um, the first time he did it was like 30 years ago. And there's also, I don't agree with over there, there's a, there's a lower age limit to run for president, but there's no upper age limit. I think there should be an upper age limit. Having a lad that's 78 years old, I mean, that's bonkers, isn't it? That's, I think so. 
I, I mean, I, I I did have a client pre-COVID who was 73. He bonkers, bonkers. And I'm, I'm not speaking for everybody that's that age. My dad's 72. I wouldn't let him run the country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he can't turn on his iPhone most of the time. So, yeah, not too sure that Joe Biden may. I'm sure he's got a lot of ideas, but I think probably Harris is going to be the person driving all of this stuff, which is which makes way for her to go into that role possibly mm. in the next couple of terms which would be fantastic and what's actually happened is there's way more women of color in that are getting selected on merit not on are oh, we just need more more people it's like mm. no no we don't need to don't, we don't need to fill a quota they need to be there on merit and they're there on merit that's the good thing I mean, most importantly, there's just the funny memes when Trump, when they said about Trump leaving the White House, and they're going, Biden. Yeah, Biden. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> That's the oh, best thing about the whole thing. I mean, um, I and also really, the memes I, about how slow that their counters were in Nevada. I just, I just, I, I just yeah, love that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, whatever will be, will be with the politics. But. Do you follow um, at Quentin Quarantino? No. Oh, mate, I'll send you that follow him he he got actually they used one of his memes and stuff on cnn during the coverage when uh, biden got announced <laughs> they used uh, some of his stuff it's so funny i'll send you the uh, you probably i've got it i've got it quentin, quentin, quentin quarantino and there's actually some people that like message him saying they thinking that he is actually quentin tarantino <laughs> and then like, i used to really like your movies no i think you're a prick <laughs> <laughs> some of this stuff is so funny uh, but yeah go follow him really really funny um, but yeah Biden's going to be in so that's wonderful news hopefully um, obviously we're not. he's not a great fan of Boris but that'll be interesting but I think they have more in common than probably Boris and Trump in ideologies then yeah so that'd be good It'd be good, mate. That's hopefully going to be... A, the, yeah, I'm I assuming mean, if you're listening to the States, you're probably going to enter some sort of lockdown, which has been long overdue. Um, apologies for that. But... Yeah, I think any... Sense. I think... I think, to be honest, any country not run by Trump anymore is probably going to find that they're going to improve thing, somewhat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I said it like, before, though. I've said it before about Trump. You have to say he knows his audience as much as, you know, I mean, that's trainers, thing, coaches right? that's listening. a scary thing that still 70 million people yep. voted for him. That, yep. Just put that in perspective. But you, yep. you realize after I watched it quite a lot and you couldn't get away from it, can you? But it did show that everybody who lived in and around a city pretty much voted Democrat. Everybody who did not vote Trump. I just think I, I just think it's um, like you say in terms of it's a democracy. Like if if he'd have won, <clears throat> I'd have been interested to see the state of the state of affairs. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've not really paid much attention to it to be honest. But uh, um, I do know that over there, politics is a lot more div- divisive than even over here. For example, yeah, like yeah. I know that there, it really is um, something huge over there. And I, I just yeah, I don't know. I just I do worry about the country. I think with such a huge population a massive clear divide between such a large number of people it's you just hope that things um settle down over there you know but um but no it, it's he got in again like as, as daft as it sounds we joke about trump and or whatever like i saw a video of him say making up words the other day and all this sort of stuff but um you, you can't like he's he's somewhat charismatic and people obviously do like him for whatever reason again from being himself he's not trying to pretend to be anyone else i think the reason he got in was because he wasn't pretending to be a politician. He was just being himself and he wanted what he thought was the best for America and stuff. And I, I'll be honest, I think in the UK we're, we're lacking that. I think every single politician I've ever seen speak on TV, they're just politician to me. They just speak like a politician. I can't relate to them. I don't think they actually give a shit about anyone else but themselves. I just think they want the power and stuff like that. And a Trump for us, all the, all the shit that went with it, I think he genuinely seemed to want to change for certain people again the people who voted for him rightly or wrongly yeah. like waves going about it um wrongly in my opinion but you know <laughs> and i just think whereas i think in, in in british politics i just feel like it's just people just say what they think we want to hear and they don't actually say because then you read in the papers about what they actually say or, or like a leak that's come from i'd but i'd prefer it if that came out like talk about that like what you really think not just the scripted you know oh we're oh. british we'll be okay you know it's not a problem like Everything's going to be okay. Do well, that's the thing shape. about Boris, isn't he? He's just a lot of like hot air. 
He's a lot of like. They're all the same. Let's go. Yes. Every but every politician I've ever seen. Wasn't is. the because there was the the delay for lockdown too? Because um, there was what was it like a two hour delay? The rumours were that Richie Sunak resigned because they were going into like lockdown too, and they were trying to talk him out of it to come out with him. Apparently, they were like, "Yeah." I'm, uh, he was like, "I don't agree with this. I don't want to go into it." I'm <laughs> be the most. But again, like crazy. you'd rather know that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, that's my point. It's that was like, the rumor. Yeah. It's, it's just so like it's just Basically, so dumbed down. What you're boring. saying is the next COVID meeting or the next thing needs to be done press conference called in front of Four Seasons Total Landscaping. <laughs> that's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, oh my! That just basically sums up um, the Republican Some of Party. Done it, I mean, if you don't know that, then um, yeah. To type in Trump Four Seasons Trump, and see what comes Four up Seasons on Google, and it's and it's not the hotel. <laughs> Brilliant! And, Brilliant! Uh, yeah. They're doing the fact, pretty it's, well. It's out more of it. the fact they went with it. It's more yeah, the they fact were like, that yeah, this was better happen. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you see that the the the, uh, the landscaping company, FYI, this landscaping company is between. A crematorium and a sex shop, um, <laughs> and then they started making merchandise. So they put like hats that said uh, "Make America Rake Again" on it. Brilliant! Um, <laughs> yeah, they're making like the forty-five logos on it with stuff like that. Um, yeah, interesting. <sighs> Why would you not do a legal press conference outside a landscaping company? Um, anyway, mate. Uh, <laughs> on that lovely note, what positive podcast? Um, always anyway, positive mate isn't it always positive no not for me no not for me um, obviously at the top of the you, if you've made it this far um, well done um, <laughs> remember in my bio if you want to donate and then uh, on the Thursday catch up with Luke follow in the bio of the PTC or go on our website I'm sure you'll be able to get through it there you've got to sign up we're over 400 subscribers or 400 people that will be attending that webinar pretty cool there's like I think there's like 200 quid and we might be giving away a course and like 50 quid in cash, PayPal, which you just have to donate it or like spend it on gym wear, I think, something like that. Um, and then, yeah, me and Dan might do some stuff, which would be fun. Yeah. I think I'll be in the HQ, but we can get you there. We can get you somewhere. Always. Full screen in. Boom. All right, mate. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you next week. See you later.